George FC is ready for their upcoming match. Simply stunning stuff. Let's get you up to date with Anthony Urcioli and Match Day Preview on the Forge Audio Network. Hey, Forge fans, Anthony Urcioli with you with Jessica Lisi as well. It is the match in review, Forge FC dropping three points again in Winnipeg. Back-to-back, one-nothing losses to Valor. And uh, Jess, it was more of the same, unfortunately. You know, last match we talked about how it doesn't look like Forge and they're not playing their game. What do you think this time around? Did it look a little more like Forge? Yeah, I mean, I think at the beginning, they came out with the right mentality. You saw them sticking to what they typically do, which is that ball movement, um, you know, keeping the ball moving around. Their movement off the ball was very good. But then it slowly seemed that they started to get frustrated. Obviously, Valor is a great team and they do, a, you know, they provide all that pressure up front. Um, so it is hard to build out of the back. But again, I did think they did a great job at it at the beginning. Slowly as the game progressed, it seemed like they lost it. They went back to, you know, the forcing of the long ball um, or, you know, trying to create things that weren't on. You had people taking shots from a distance that just wasn't, it wasn't it. There was an easier option. So it just mm-hmm. seemed forced at times. Um, I don't think it was their best performance today by any means. No. And, and I mean, you talk about, uh, you know, it was like, I saw Bigfoot. I, I looked at, I was looking at the stats and I, I was looking at the possession um, I rarely do see Forge not significantly outgain the other club in possession, but at halftime, Valor had more possession and Forge did finish with 53%, but there weren't a lot of quality chances. And when there were, uh, they just, the execution wasn't there. Forge finished with uh, zero shots on target, nine attempts, zero on target. Valor on the flip side, 11 attempts, five on target. One of those did find the goal. Uh, it was in the 73rd minute. Levi's, it was a great goal, a great a great combination goal from the club. And, um, you know, at that point, it, it was just too much of an uphill battle. Forge, here. Th- speaking of just wild stats here, so Forge have scored. They're now winless in five, four losses in that span. They've scored two goals in their last five matches. Their previous five matches, they scored 15 goals. So they've gone from 15 to two in the same stretch. So something is off and this is where you start questioning whether it's more of a mental issue than it is um an actual tactical one yeah definitely I, I don't believe that bobby is asking anything different of the of the men you know i think they're all obviously great players they have a great team their tactics work for them so i don't believe that it's necessarily a tactical change that's in their in their head and is throwing them off i think it's just the execution of that and it's very much getting in their head when it's not being executed correctly um, you know, again, it's been four matches now that they haven't won. They haven't been able to to do their usual numbers. So it's definitely frustrating as a player. Um, you know, everybody wants to be the hero, which is when you see people taking shots from, you know, way far out when they should be passing a simple um, ball to somebody in a better position. So I do believe that it has something to do with mentality right now. They're throwing themselves off. They're psyching themselves out. Um, they just have to remember what it is that they're good at and stick to the game plan. Eventually they will gel. Um, but it obviously is a really frustrating thing to go through as a player. Well, you you made a good point when we were talking earlier when you said it's, you know, some teams just aren't used to struggling and aren't used to losing. And that can play some games with your head. Yeah, absolutely. Forge is definitely not used to 
you know, struggling, they're usually the top dog. Um, so to come out and again, be winless in four matches is, is extremely frustrating. Um, you try to figure out what it is. You try to be the problem solver and at times it doesn't work out and it just continues to be frustrating throughout the match. And I do believe that showed through their play today. Like I said, at the beginning, they seemed composed and, and confident on the ball. Their movement was good. Um, but as the game progressed and Valor was able to create, you know, quality chances within that final third, you saw Forge fall off a little bit and, and go back to that forcing style out of desperation to, to really get one in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uncharacteristic turnover. Some, we, we were what, you know, we pointed out, uh, earlier as well, just a lot of attempts on long balls and some of these stretch passes that weren't really there. And that's not Forge's game. I mean, they're a possession club. When you see a club that doesn't typically play that long ball, long ball style of play, all of a sudden do it while they're struggling. You do wonder if it's a club trying to force things and they could not have, I mean, they sent a message just with the starting lineup. Um, they went with four natural attackers up top with Borges, Campbell, Pasias, Welshman, and Borges playing in the middle, which I thought, you know, I thought it looked, he looked good there early. Eventually they did uh, change their tactics a little bit once they, they started making substitutions. But um, I th- and you, you like Borges in the middle as well. Yeah, I do. I think, I think Borges is a great player um, overall, but I think his strengths really show when he is in that, in that middle role. Um, you know, he's, he's very smart. He has great vision and he's obviously got great feet um, and he's very good at those long distance shots. So it is, I think that's a perfect place for him. He, he creates a lot when he's in there. Um, and you have players up front that have a lot more speed than Borges that are able to bring a different, uh, you know, a different thing to the match. So it's great to see Borges to be able to combine with those players and get a shot off himself or potentially play that through ball into players who are able to use their pace to get in behind the back line. Let's uh, check in with head coach and technical director, Bobby Smirniotis and some of his thoughts on the loss to Valor. Yeah, it wasn't a pretty football match all around. Um, kind of second game in a row, um, a little bit uh, difficult to get a rhythm uh, on this pitch. Uh, I guess it's proven to be a tough one for us over the last uh, couple of seasons this year and going back into last year and, and the bubble games and so on and and just finding a rhythm with the ball moving, bouncing quite a bit. Um, the opponent did a good job pressing, but that's not something uh, we haven't seen before. I just thought, you know, we weren't clean enough on the ball and then, you know, forcing uh, forcing situations. If you want to get win games, you got to put the ball in the net. We haven't put the ball in the net today. You know, it's come to a point where we've been scored on, and then we start showing a, a forceful effort to get to the opponent's goal. Uh, why before that? Um, yeah, I'm not sure. It's a discussion we have to have with the players. Um, but uh, we had uh, circumstances in the game where we could be there, we could do the right things, and uh, we're just not doing it. And that's where we're not clicking uh, right now as a team, and uh, we need to do that. You know, we started the game with, I think, about 30 goals on the pitch between the players that are there. Um, so it's got to be better. And so you can see and hear some of the frustration from uh, from Bobby. And the, the fact of the matter is, I mean, Forge went into this three-match road trip and came out with one point in those three matches. And not only that, but Valor and Forge are now level on points. Forge does have a, a match in hand. We might as well run through the table now. Atletico Ottawa. Uh, 40 points. They're in first. Calvary played one less match than Atletico. They're three points back. Forge also play, has played one less match than Atletico, but now they're four points out of top spot and they are level with Valor, who leapfrog Pacific 
by a point Pacific with that match in hand, but Valor out of nowhere. I mean, I'm one of the people that counted them out. I figured the top four we were looking at for most of the season would be the final four, but Valor's made their push. They're in that four now and Valor's been impressive. We watched them now for two games um, and they've been good. Not only do they defend well, they're the way they're able to counter and turn defense into offense and they're efficient when they get their opportunities, they're able to score. And I mean, at the end of the day, that's been the difference in these last two matches. Yeah. Hats off to Valor. They had a fantastic performance in the last two matches um, against Forge. It's obvious that they are hungry for it. You know, they came out guns blazing right from the first minute they had, they're an aggressive attack. Um, but defensively, they also work as a unit, which is really impressive. You know, they always have numbers around the ball. Um, their shape is good. So obviously in the, in the offense role, they are able to bury it. Even if they do have a ton of chances and they bury one, they are able to get at least one uh, goal of their quality chances, which is Obviously, as we've seen, it's not that easy. Sometimes you have all the quality chances and you can't quite bury one. So um, definitely hats off to them. They've, they've definitely been performing and have earned that spot. And they won this match without their leading goal scorer in Dyer, who, who was suspended because of the uh, two yellow cards last match. Uh, Dyer was sent off in stoppage time in the last match. Um, so we got two yellows in stoppage time. The team wasn't, the coach wasn't happy. And then they... Valor did it again. They they got uh, at a red card in stoppage time again. Now it was you know in the ninety third minute, so there wasn't much time for Forge to to do much. But yeah, hats off to Valor. They they've been they've been impressive these last two matches, almost clinical in the way they've been defending, and then being able to uh, turn that into a counter. Kyle Becker, Forge captain, not happy with the results and the performance of his club. Here is Kyle post match. Just with, with the uh, recent form the club has, has been in, has it become more of a mental challenge at this point? Couldn't tell you. I don't know. Did you just have general assessment of the match today? Yeah, it wasn't very good. Yeah, so frustration from the captain, the coach, the whole club uh, and fans. I mean, it, it, it was a frustrating match to watch if you're a Forge fan. And on Valor's goal, which we, we already kind of talked about, but I just want to circle back to it because while it, it was a great, great sequence of, of passes and a great team play leading up to the goal, Forge, I don't know if they're just not used to defending as much as they have been the last couple of matches because they're they're always possessing, you know, 55 to 65 percent of the match. Uh, but on, on this one, Forge could have probably done a little better to at least uh, slow Valor down on this break. Yeah, definitely. It was a great effort um, by Valor. Obviously, Levi's it was, it was a great finish. It was a great play. The give and go. Um, it was very clinical. But on Forge's part, there definitely wasn't the effort that needed to be there defensively. He legitimately made his entire run without a mark. Um, he was able to get into the 18 and get that ball back without any pressure to obviously finish it very well like he did, but um, definitely could have been better on Forge's part in putting effort um, on him on that give and go. Um, the player that played it back to him, I'm not sure who it was, but the pressure wasn't there on him. And then obviously, again, he's in the 18 yard box. He can't have that time to just easily place mm -hmm. a ball like that. Yeah, so Forge now, I mean, I guess the positive going forward, uh, eventually they will have to put this game behind them and, and they will, they return home. Finally, um, they host Calvary on Saturday. They have, uh, we're down to what six matches here. 
four of them at home. They'll finish the seed. Their last three matches of the season will all be at home. So as bad as this feels for Forge, there's a lot to play for still. And also at the end of the day, you know, you're, you're trying to get as great as it would be to finish at the top of the table and secure home field advantage throughout the postseason. Wherever Forge does finish, and they obviously want to finish in that top four, at the end of the day, you're in the playoffs, and at that point, nothing else really matters. So, Jess, if I mean, you've experienced this yourself as a player. How long does it take to get over a match? Is it a kind of go to bed, get over it in the morning type thing, or can losses linger more than 24 hours? Yeah, I mean, we've spoken about this before. It's obviously a really frustrating thing to go through as a player, um, especially when it's not just one match and it's been multiple, that the result hasn't been there for you. Um, I'm sure there's some players who, you know, are looking at themselves and placing blame because they haven't had their best performances. It happens. It's a part of being a player and it's one of the worst parts about being a player. But the reality of being an athlete is, you know, you're not always going to have your best match. Your team's not always going to perform. Um, it's it's just reality. So you can't you can't let it linger. You can't sit on it. Um, you know, you got to wake up the next morning and it's done. Give yourself the night to think about it, um, reflect on it, maybe watch some film on how you can be better for the next match. But yeah, I would definitely say you can't let it linger. If all it does is, is cause issues for you in the next match. All right. So Forge will uh, return from Winnipeg, go through a week of training. Uh, we will be there. Of course, we'll bring you behind the beard. Uh, we'll do a focus on Forge and we will preview that upcoming match against Calvary, which goes down Saturday at five o'clock at Tim Hortons Field. And I have to remind you all again, Forge FC and Bench Brewing teaming up for the September special for that match on Saturday at five o'clock against Cavalry. $29.99 gets you a ticket, which is a gold level ticket. And you also get a bench beer sampling. So for $30, you get great seats. And you get some bench beer as well. And of course, $5 beer still kick off. So at the end of the day, there's there, there are, there's a lot more to be played. And uh, fans, you can watch it up close at Tim Hortons Field on Saturday. All right. For Jessica Lisi, I'm Anthony Urcioli. We'll talk to you soon. has been Match in Review with Anthony Ercioli on the Forge Audio Network. For the latest on all things Forge FC, subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.